0: This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 15th of February, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Eight people have been arrested and are in custody after two Spanish Civil Guard officers were killed on Friday the 9th, while a further two officers were injured and are in the hospital. The Guardia Civil, overseen by the Ministry of Defense, patrols Spain's ports, roads, and borders, In Barbate, Cadiz, officers combat drug smuggling from North Africa. Tragically, on Friday, officers Miguel Ángel Gómez González and David Pérez Carrecedo were killed when suspected smugglers rammed into their patrol boat with a larger speedboat, as shown in a video of the incident. On Sunday the 11th, more than a 1,000 people attended the agent's funerals. Spanish Guardia Civil Officers Association said it has been asking for years for better resources to fight drug trafficking in the area. Many people are also asking Fernando Grande Marlaska, Spain's interior minister, to resign, condemning him for not protecting officers from the powerful boats used by mafias as it's his responsibility to allocate resources for internal affairs like public security. Despite Madalaska's critics outside of the government, the executive has endorsed and shielded the minister, telling local newspapers there's no one more qualified to face this challenge. While the executive remains loyal to its party members, Alberto Núñez Feijó, Partido Popular, or PP leader, diverged from party lines on Saturday the 10th. Since Pessoa's return under Pedro Sánchez, nationalist parties like Vox and Pepe have consistently opposed government decisions. Under Fejo the Pepe protested vehemently against plans to pardon Charles Puigdemont and others involved in the 2017 Catalan independence bid. So when Fejo said, he supported future pardons on Saturday, lots of people were surprised, including in his party. Isabel Díaz Ayuso, the Pepe delegate in Madrid, initially supported Fejo, but later retracted, telling journalists in Spain that Spain should never pardon serious crimes. Vox's Santiago Abascal also intensified attacks, accusing Fejo of lying to the Spanish people. Lots of speculation that Fejo is attempting damage control for the Pepe following threats from the Catalan Independence Party to expose the contents of their secret talks. Farmers continue to strike in Sevilla this week, but it's expected to become even more difficult as official union strikes are scheduled for Wednesday the 14th. For almost seven days now, tractors and demonstrations have cut major entrances into Sevilla's center. On Monday the 12th, three farmers were minorly injured in the picket lines near Sevilla when a driver tried to run them over with his car while attempting to jump a roadblock. The driver fled the scene but was later arrested. On Wednesday the 14th, Spain and Ireland jointly urged the European Commission to take stronger measures against Israel for its actions in Gaza, particularly in light of the Israeli army's offensive in Rafa. Pedro Sánchez and Leo Vardecar, the Spanish and Irish leaders, requested a review of the EU's association agreement with Israel stating the Union must respect human rights and democratic principles. They highlighted a critical humanitarian situation in Gaza and called for the immediate action to address the needs of Palestinians. Additionally, they advocated for the EU to support the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees and promote a two-state solution for Israel and Palestine to coexist peacefully not just the EU that's not on the same page regarding the Israel-Hamas war. Spain's executive also has different stances. Yolanda Diaz, Spain's second vice president and minister of labor, announced plans to visit the West Bank after an invitation from Nasri Abu Jaish, Palestinian minister of labor. However, José Manuel Alvarez, Spain's foreign minister, stated that the Foreign Affairs Ministry is preparing no such trip. Diplomatic sources suggest that while the Foreign Ministry was aware of Diaz's intentions, nothing is confirmed, citing safety concerns for official visits abroad, especially given the delicate situation in the region. Additionally, without Israel's approval, access to the occupied Palestinian territories is not possible. Meanwhile, a weather phenomenon called blood rain is coming to Spain soon. Spain anticipates significant rainfall this week, which hopefully will improve the current conditions, a consequence of the ongoing drought. It mainly affects areas in Galicia, Extremadura, and Andalusia, with storms expected in the Gulf of Cadiz and the Gibraltar Straits. However, a weather phenomenon called blood rain is expected to accompany these raindrops, tinting them red because of the Sahara dust. Before the 17th century, It was often believed that when this happened, the rain was actually blood. So if you see the sky turning red, don't worry, it's not the end of the world, just a little bit of dust and mud. Speaking of freak weather, on Saturday the 11th, a man and a woman were left in critical condition and 12 were injured, including two children after a falling tree struck them on a ride at Port Aventura Leisure Complex in Villa Seca, Tarragona. Higher than average winds brought down the tree, crashing into the Tomahawk Children's Roller Coaster. Police have opened an investigation, but the park says the incident is unrelated to the maintenance and operation of its attractions. While Port Aventura looks at how it can secure its trees, Madrid's Plaza de Santa Ana residents are protesting against plans to remove mature trees for building works. The neighborhood has become an epicenter flashpoint for protests against falling trees or cutting down trees in the Spanish capital, with activists arguing that alternatives haven't been explored. They say they want to preserve urban green spaces in the capital and protect the environment. According to the Madrid Tourism Board, just over 50 percent of the city's streets are tree-lined, with over 30,000 trees dotted around. In comparison, private and public green areas in Barcelona cover around 30 percent. In addition to mature trees, the Plaza de Santa Ana is also home to statues of Pedro Calderón de la Barca, and Federico García Lorca, Spain's two greatest or at least most famous dramatists, and numerous bars frequented by Ernest Hemingway, the American novelist who famously quoted in his book Death in the Afternoon, nobody goes to bed in Madrid until they have killed the night." Back to Catalunya On Wednesday the 14th, while others celebrated St. Valentine's Day, the Petitions Committee of the European Parliament debated bilingualism in Catalan schools. Didn't start well. Dolores Mansarrat, president of the body, had to ask for order after members from Psoe accused Pepe of monopolizing the debate. In response, Pepe accused Psoe and supporters of delaying the conversation. The debate originates from a report By MEPs who visited Catalonia in December 2023 to assess bilingualism across regional schools, advocating for equal treatment of Spanish and Catalan as a constitutional right. Despite tensions, Parliament will continue to debate the issue and vote on fair recommendations to address discrimination against Spanish in Catalonia. Now, for the art lovers, the home of painter and sculptor Antonio. Tapies, Fundacio Antonio Tapies Museum in Barcelona, has just opened a new exhibition. The exhibition, entitled Tapies, the Zen Imprint, explores Tapia's interest in 18th and 19th century Japanese monks who spread Zen Buddhism's teachings. It showcases how Tapies integrated their attitudes, images, and techniques into his own artistic style within the Western tradition. It also explores how Zen Buddhism teachings were received in the USA and Europe during the 19th century when it was first introduced by Japanese teachers who went to serve groups of Japanese migrants. The exhibition is on until the end of June at the Fundacio Antonio Tapias in Upper eschample Barcelona. Finally, Eurovision. Spain will host the Junior 2024 edition for the first time after France declined because they're hosting the Summer Olympic Games. Spain finished second in the 2024 Junior Eurovision Song Contest with Valencia-born Sandra Valero's song, Love You, they were given second hosting choice and accepted. Host City has not been announced yet, but the show will be later this year. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Last week, we asked you to fill in a survey to get to know you. We got quite a few replies. Thank you very, very much. We're very excited. Tons of great ideas. We'll be sharing the link in the survey in the show notes one more time this week, in case you didn't get a chance last week to fill it out. All respondents will be entered in a lottery to win a cruise in the Mediterranean. Just kidding. It's in the South Pacific, but we would love to hear from you. Don't be shy. Hasta la próxima.